Do not confuse this with treatment or mental health advice or direction. Nothing on this podcast is made to supplement or supersede the relationship and direction of your mental health caretakers. Although David Koslowski is a licensed marriage and family therapist, he is not functioning as a certified mental health professional in this environment. And same applies to any professional who may appear on the Light the Fight podcast. Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of Light the Fight. As always, I'm your host, David, and today I have a guest with me. This is a new guest. This is not Jason, my buddy. This is Lacey. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for coming on the podcast, Lacey. Of course. Thank you for having me. Well, we're, I'm excited because I really needed your help today because mm-hmm. Lacey, as you guys will be finding out, Lacey has a lot of experience in today's episode, and this episode has been... A much requested episode from all the moms out there. Dads, if you are listening to this, you should be requesting this episode and you would be requesting this episode. But until you start uh, listening more, because we got about 95% of our listeners on this podcast are are moms on our other podcasts. Most Mm -hmm. of them are dads. So for all you moms out there, because we know you guys are the ones in the trenches working with your daughters on this specific subject, today's episode is going to be just for you and your daughters. This one. We're titling 100% F-Boy Proof. So better yep. yet, 100% F-Boy SPF. Exactly. Now, if you don't know what F-Boy is out there, pause this podcast, Google it, <laughs> come back because I don't want to have an explicit uh, E next to our podcast name. Right. So I'm not going to say what it's actually called. However, you should probably guess what the F stands for. Mm-hmm. And if you're not familiar with this terminology, a long time ago, actually, not probably not too long ago, Brandon, look up when the, the term came about. At, at least five, six years ago, at least, at probably least. longer than that. Mm-hmm. Uh, a terminology was finally created. I was so happy when I heard this for the first time because for so many years, there's derogatory names for girls, but there wasn't really a derogatory name for boys mm-hmm. that are a little wilding out, especially the really hypersexual boys, the perverted boys, until the term F-boy came out. And when it came out, 2014, there you go. Okay, so nine years, nine years, okay? And this term really says a lot, but what we're going to do in this episode is we're going to talk about how you can help your daughters be empowered, more importantly, how to keep their themselves protected from the F-boys out there in three different categories. So before we get started and talking about that and, and take a deep dive in that, I just want to give a big shout out to our sponsor, 1-800-CONTACTS. If you need contacts, don't even think about it, you guys. Just go to 1-800-CONTACTS. It comes in a beautiful box directly to your door. They've been around for over 20 years. They're a local company here in Utah. They've been so ca- kind and, and gracious to sponsor us. They're our community sponsor. Without them, a lot of these cool lights and stuff wouldn't be possible. So I want to give a big shout out to 1-800-CONTACTS. And also, if you need contacts, get them from 1-800-CONTACTS. So let's talk about this for a little bit. So Lacey is my F-boy correspondent right now, okay? (laughs) I sent her out into the streets, and by the looks of her, guys, you guys could probably tell that she somehow has attracted more than one or two (laughs) F-boys throughout her life. And that's not a diss on her. I'm just saying every girl out there is going to attract their fair amount of Mm F-boys. Attractive girls or have something going for them, it's almost like a challenge for the F-boys. But what you're going to find out in today's episode, and you're also going to find out from a workshop that Lacey's going to be helping me put on for your teenage girls out there. We'll talk about it a little bit more in the episode, but it'll give you a little bit of teaser. I finally decided to do a workshop specifically to help teenage girls with this issue. In fact, I take that back. I'm not going to give you a teaser. 
I'm going to actually talk to you about it for a sec because I think it's relative to what we're going to be talking about. So to help you guys uh, have a better understanding of this, in recent years, well, okay, take it back. Ever since day one, I started helping out teenagers in counseling. I was always helping out teenage girls that had been manipulated um, uh, by some guy. Now, sometimes the manipulation was, you know, more like, hey, I want you to like me type manipulation is a little bit like more innocent. Mm -hmm. However, the manipulations that really upset me and angered me the most and why I was happy to help these teenage girls were the manipulation by guys who are very, um, uh, they're very sexual, very hypersexual, um, very perverted. And they really were out for one thing. And that was to have either sex or to hook up some sort of uh, sexual intimacy with the girl. Now, there's a type of guy. Now, you may listen to this. You may be listening to this and say, what guy doesn't want that? There might be an argument for that. However, not all guys, that's not what they're all about. Not all guys like, oh, I just want, just want to make out with her <laughs> no matter what. Like, let's get it on. Like, okay, whatever I got to do, let's make out. Mm-hmm. There's actually regular guys out there. So moms, daughters do not give up on my species. <laughs> there are a few of us. We're dwindling in number, unfortunately, right. hence this podcast and the workshop. But so throughout the years, I was always really happy to help out these types of girls because I don't like people getting bullied. I don't like people getting taken advantage and manipulated. Partly because that happened to me growing up my whole entire life, mm-hmm. bullied and manipulated. But also, too, I, I can say for myself personally, I would never call myself an F-boy at my worst time in my life. However, I did want girls to like me and I did want to get their attention. I did have friends that would do what F-boys do and we'll get into that in a little bit. And I didn't like that. Now that I'm a grown man and I was listening to teenagers come and talk to me as their therapist. I'd get so angry and upset because these guys were like evil. Mm-hmm. Like it was, I mean, it was so bad. Like for me, I'm like, if a girl didn't like me, I'm like, oh, I hurt my ego. And because I had a fair amount of shame, I was like, I don't want to talk to her again if she doesn't like me. Mm-hmm. But I'd actually put myself out there and tell a girl she liked, that I liked her. But the type of boys we're going to be talking about, they're very bad and unique breed. Unfortunately, they're growing in numbers. Um, my personal opinion, you could probably close your eyes, spin around, throw a rock and hit two or three of them. <laughs> I agree. With one watt rock, yeah. it may bounce off one, hit a couple other guys. Uh-huh. That's how many there are nowadays. And we're talking about why there are so many. So I'm helping these girls throughout the years. More and more girls are coming to me, but I'm even getting more and more concerned now. And I'm being very serious, you guys. And, and Lacey, I, I know you have a big heart for this and you don't mm-hmm. want to see this happen either. Right. Just this year, I mean, in 2023, I've already helped three girls that have been sexually raped. Um, and there was definitely, they were sexually assaulted. And one of them was definitely raped. All three of them by boys that fall in this category. Mm-hmm. And I called up Lacey and I was like, Lacey, I'm tired of this. And the reason why I called up Lacey is um, Lacey and I, you know, she's okay with me sharing this. When she, she used to be one of those teenage girls that came to me for help. I sure did, yeah, I did. And I was very happy to help you. But Lacey remembers these conversations I've had with her about these Mm -hmm. predatory boys. And Lacey can testify that I got some information for you ladies out there. Yep. I can help you have some street smarts. And we're going to talk about some things that she's learned from it. So getting back to the girls of help, doing this for many years, but in just this short period of time, we haven't been barely a month and a half into the new year, three girls already. I called Lacey. I said, Lacey, I'm tired. I'm done. Let's do something about this. 
And Lacey, like the soldier she is, she's like, let's go. She's like, let's do this. She's like, wait, you want me to talk about F-boys and help teenage girls? So I got get... this. She's like, I can do that. I got that. And also because where you're at right now, like you've been there, done that. Mm-hmm. Hey, you've been duped before, right? Oh, yes. Right? And you have a huge heart for girls who are just naive. They mm-hmm. just don't know. Right. So last thing we want is any of your daughters going out there ill-equipped, not having the street smarts and the street skills, how to handle these situations. So that's how it came about where I said, on top of being on the podcast, Lacey, will you help me put on these workshops for teenage girls? And your answer? I was like, absolutely. <laughs> like no question yep. about it. Yeah. Okay? And so I'm going to give the plug right now for the workshop. We're going to be doing some uh, advertisements um, through our podcast. I don't know if I'm actually pay for those sponsored ads on, on, on Instagram. I kind of see those and I just kind of scroll past those. But mm-hmm. through our followers here, um, we're going to be doing a, a workshop in April. And so how the workshop is going to go, it's going to be about three or four hours long on a Saturday. And uh, this is called, you know, F-Boy 100% SPF. Like, like we want to give you the protection. The S stands for save you. Say, if you've been a girl that have been struggling with this type of relationship or you've um, come across these guys, you're stuck in a relationship right now with a guy like that, um, we want to save you from that. So we want to give you the knowledge and information how to get out of the relationship. And then the P is for protect. We want to protect you from being manipulated. There are certain things that you may be doing that you have no idea that makes you what I call a mark. A mark being um, in the streets of someone. Uh, so for example, some of you may have seen on YouTube, there's some amazing people out there. They're amazing now. Didn't used to be amazing. They have YouTube channels because they went to prison for mugging people. They came out of prison. One guy in particular, I should give him a plug if I can remember his name, but he does these videos where he'll, he'll, he'll show women in a video and show people in a video and their posture, how they're walking, certain things that they're doing, body language that makes them an easy target, that hence the name of Mark, right? Mm-hmm. Like they marked their target. He said, I would look for a woman, phone in her hand, head down, purse kind of like la la la, not even paying attention because he didn't want someone who's going to easily fight back. He wanted someone who's naive, didn't see it coming, and just surrender and submit. Mm-hmm. He doesn't want anyone to put up a fight. That's the same thing. I'm not talking about the typical, the way you dress. Okay, I'm not going to address. I'm not going to address that because there are certain things that could be argued that if a girl dresses a certain way, it could get certain types of attention. Getting certain types of attention does not mean that you are going to be able that you're going to be dealing with an f boy. If you hey, if, if you're a beautiful woman and you don't wear a lot of clothes or show a lot of skin. You're going to get a lot of attention from other women too, mm-hmm. like not just guys. Right. And you may get attention from guys and they may not be F boys. So I'm talking about the types of things you might be doing, or your daughter might be doing that gets the attention from F boys that have nothing to do with how you dress. There's some very unique things. We're going to talk about that in the workshop. Then one of the most important things, give you guys some tools, some education. And then after that, the most important thing is the support. So for many years, I ran a nonprofit called Quit Trippin'. We did social support groups. Best thing I ever did. If, if there is a heaven and if I have a chance for them considering my application, it's because for 11 years straight, I did these support groups, which Lacey may or may not have went to before. I did. Uh-huh. You get 25, 30 teenagers sitting around. And it's like, dang, like you hear every story in the book, but it's a vibe of like, they just support each other. So mm-hmm. we're going to put your girls together, your daughters together in this group after the whole entire event, provide food as well, put these girls together and let's just talk about there's their struggles, things that they're worried about, they're insecure about. There's nothing like the support and honesty that happens amongst peers, right? When you yeah. go hang out with your girlfriends yeah. and you're having a bad day and mm-hmm. all day long, you've been telling everybody, I'm fine, I'm fine. What does your girlfriend do when, when you try to, that crap with oh, her? She's like, 
what what's going on? Yeah. She's not buying it. All walls right? come down. Yeah. They're okay. Bye. <laughs> yeah. Right. So that's what I love about these groups. So you guys, please look for the flyers, look for the advertisements. It will be worth your money. I'm tired of it. Lacey's mm-hmm. tired of it. And if you parents are tired of it, or if it hasn't happened to your daughters, but you know that there's those sharks in the water, this workshop's gonna be for you guys. So now let's segue into the actual discussion and topic about it. Lacey. You're what, 26 years old now? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. So, so you're obviously outside the teenage years, but close enough to it to still remember me. I can't remember my teenage years, right? <laughs> yeah. I just remember that I dressed like the kids are dressing now. Right. That's all yep. I know. Still wearing Vans, never grew out <laughs> yeah. of it. Luckily, they just came back in style, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. So for you, you're still close to it. Looking back when you're a teenager and these types of boys were lurking and stuff like that, what do you think is some of the hardest challenges that teenage girls have when like just even noticing if, mm-hmm. if a boy's an F boy or not, like, cause yeah. they disguise themselves, right? right. They, they seem innocent at times. So what do you think are some of the biggest challenges for teenage girls? I would say, especially for me, I mean, I would know what red flags were, but I would just look past it. You know, you have your gut feeling, you can tell that this person doesn't have pure intentions, but I would just be like a yes person, like people pleaser. Yeah. I feel like that's how a lot of girls slash women are kind of today they don't really have those standards or boundaries or not really knowing themselves to be able to notice these intentions you know people please you 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 put it that's a very good point Mm -hmm. i mean think about it and you could say for yourself being a people pleaser you get red flags. Mm-hmm. They're almost like those spider senses, right? Like, like spider. Yeah. Like, it's like, it's like F boy <laughs> alert. You're like, right. Oh, but maybe he's, maybe, he, maybe he's fine. Yeah. Like, you know, maybe he's just, you know, being a stupid boy, whatever. Mm-hmm. So when you're trying to please people, you say, you look past some of those things. Is it almost like you're giving too much of a benefit of the doubt? Yeah, for sure. I mean, that gut feeling, especially as girls and women, we have that very deep, you know? Yeah. So we can feel like when something's off or, the intentions aren't pure. And I feel like that's something I always did even up and up until my twenties, I kind of would just like look past it because I wanted someone there or I don't know, I wanted this person to care about me or something like that. Do you think possibly also in society, I'm speaking very general, obviously, do you think maybe girls, especially at age are are kind of taught to like, Hey, you know, give everybody a chance, be nice, Mm -hmm. like give people the benefit of the doubt. And then you add that with a people pleaser, you can kind of get yourself like you're a mark for an F boy and didn't even realize it. Right. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Cause you know, I'm thinking about a lot of girls, um, you know, yourself included when you're younger, my concern was always those girls that were just trying to make everybody happy, but they also just want to be liked. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Right. Yeah. And wanting to be liked by people, is that the same as being physically attracted to a boy no not is it no not at all so you think it's possible that some girls want people especially not just boys but girls to find them attractive Mm -hmm. just as much as guys yeah yeah teenage boys don't really they don't see things in many colors like that right (laughs) yeah exactly sometimes they see it's like (laughs) oh she like me she smile (laughs) yeah she must want to make baby yeah. with me. Gives me attention. Yeah, gave mm-hmm. me attention. Mm-hmm. And for you as a teenage girl, you're like, I did that to the other five guys. I just right, talked to like I just was saying just hi. Said hi. Yeah. Also, too, um, let's get into why some of the reason why girls will actually, especially people pleasers, talk to guys. Next thing you know, 
they find themselves in a situation where they're maybe accepting to go on a date that they didn't really want to go mm-hmm. on. Or maybe a guy's making a sexual advance on them and they don't really know how to handle that situation. Right. Um, again, people pleaser, trying to be nice, having a hard time saying no. Is that possible even in, in the best intentions that that could, not that it should, but it could lead certain boys on, especially these F, type, F boy type of characters? A hundred percent. Have you? Do you think it'd be uh, out of character or in character for an F boy to say, you're being a DTs? Yeah. I think it, yeah. I mean, I By the think, way, we're using initials here. Right. Trying to keep it PG. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, or like, oh, like, well, hey, well, you're flirting with me. Like, oh, you're just a tease. Like, whatever. Oh, you're just this. You're just that. Right. Yeah. I mean, the people that were, or the boys that were saying to look out for, they're going to prey on these people pleasers or you being too nice or you not knowing like what to do in a situation. They know exactly how to prey on that. So I guess it's kind of putting it on ourselves to come off as like, you can't play with me, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Well, before we get a little bit more in that, cause I want to talk about that. Mm-hmm. Brandon, can you pull up what the definition on, um, whatchamacallit, the, the street one street def urban dictionary, <laughs> pull up urban dictionary's definition of an F boy. I, I, I know I haven't read it in a while. I, I've read it before. Um, so, cause there's one specific thing that, that I think is, something the F boys do that just catches all these girls off guard. And that is they very, they say very shocking things, mm-hmm. things that like a typical guy would never just right. say something like that to a girl. Yeah. And also they dote with tons of attention. Mm-hmm. So if a girl's really insecure, they're going to smother her with attention. Mm-hmm. And oddly enough, even really pretty girls can be really insecure. Mm-hmm. Okay. So F boy. Is okay. Work me. I haven't read this through quite yet, so we may have to edit some of this out. Okay. F boy is somebody who says I'm bad at relationships, as if it's nearly an, as if it's nearly an absolute truth. An F boy is also someone who is just so emotional that he cannot deal with it. I can't even. I just can't. This is too much for me. He, the F boy, is fundamentally confused and is unsure of what he wants. However, he will seemingly sincerely play like he is more involved or enamorated than he actually is in interest of getting romantic attention and scratching the romantic sex itch. He is superficially intimate as if acting from a script he, he knows all too well. F boys operate from a superficial level of consciousness and although he will seem like he is connected, time will show you that he never was. He does not care about the details of your day your friends, or your family, the beautiful complexity of your essence. F-boys are unable to truly respect and be present with any woman he is with. He has a hard time respecting women as whole human beings, and furthermore, he lacks self-awareness about this. I'm going to tell you the reason why. Okay, you you agree with that? That was actually more complex than I remembered the definition to be. Mm-hmm. Real quick, what do you think about that definition? I agree. Yeah, I like it. Very, pretty spot on, It huh? is, yeah. It's like acts all emotionally charged. But fine, well, if you don't love me, this and that. Mm-hmm. Well, I guess we're gonna hang out tonight. But you know, like I guess we can't hang out unless we have sex. And the girls like, right? Well, I we haven't even hold, held hands. Like, right. What are you talking about? Yeah. Or it's like they'll come shower you with everything you want to hear, everything you love, and then completely retract and do that, make you feel bad because then you don't want to have sex with them, or you want a relationship or something like that. And 
like I said, they're trying to scratch that sexual itch. Mm -hmm. So for some teenage girls watching this, it may not be actual sex. It's just some sort of sexual act that makes them feel like you like them. They're accepted. Mm -hmm. If they can't get you to do that, they get pissed off. Mm -hmm. They get angry and like, fine. Yeah. And then also the girl's like, wait a second. You're pretending, by the way, I like that part. They pretend to show interest about your day, your family, your friends, all these other things when they really don't care at all. Right. And so when they're giving you all this attention, all these accolades, shower you with gifts, Mm -hmm. and then all of a sudden they go, okay, now give me sex or do this to me or do this with me. You're like, well, girls I've talked to like, wait a second. Like, they're confused. Just like, (laughs) wait, like you were talking about my day and then out of nowhere, you just asked me to perform like some really personal, like maybe send you a picture Mm -hmm. of yourself something inappropriate or to do something like that. And it throws these girls off so much. Now they're very confused. I will tell you the main reason why there's more F boys on this planet than ever before. In fact, if you've thought about it for a second, you probably guess it accurately, but I'm going to tell you straight up the porn demic. Long, long, long time ago when I was being a little boy of that age, you know, like, you know, hitting my preteen years just to see a booby. You had to go through a whole lot, right? Just one booby, like, like the <laughs> right. HBO. It's like it's like like it's like how these like wait. I think you, there might be a booby out there somewhere. You yeah. know what I mean? Like you had to walk by a neighbor's <laughs> house and see like you know somebody's aunt or whatever. Right? They weren't boobies you're trying to see, mm-hmm. right? I grew up in San Diego and there's a surf spot called Black. There is a surf spot called Black's Beach and there's a new beach by it. Trust me, there's no one nude you want to see down on that beach. Right? Yeah. <laughs> Every time I go walk down the surf, people are like, oh, you're gonna go to the new beach? I'm like. Hey, Absolutely knock yourself not. out. Go right. right in. This ain't France. This ain't mm-hmm. Brazil. There ain't no people. Trust me, people there are not people we want to mm-hmm. see new. As a kid, it just you just didn't like you had those natural desires. We're all human beings. Yeah, we all have this curiosity of like, oh, that person's good looking. This and that we have this desire inside of us. That's why you know food addictions and sex addictions are very complex because mm-hmm. they come on the hard drive. Like they come, the desire comes on the hard drive. Right. People aren't born like, oh, I want heroin. Like right. unless your yeah. mom was a heroin addict, you don't come with that type yeah. of addiction ready, right? But with sexuality and with these types of things, nowadays there's a super stimuli. And what super stimuli means, it's a normal, natural thing on steroids. So for example, some animals, and by the way, you guys can Google this, check this out. Some some animals, they prefer an exaggerated version of nature. Birds, um, I forget, I know birds for a fact. Um, for example, peacocks, mm-hmm. male peacocks, the reason why they're b- the big feathers and all, have all this stuff, right, is because in the bird kingdom, the exaggerated version of that bird is like, gets more attention. Mm-hmm. Well, human beings are also an animal that likes exaggerated things as well. Mm-hmm. Bigger cars, bigger things, right? Right. Right. right? Yeah. I'm not saying all <laughs> human beings, okay? Right. People that aren't watching this on YouTube, thankfully we don't. We only have like 400 followers on YouTube right now, so <laughs> we've probably just got 200 more just by me saying that. Now <laughs> right. they're gonna go, or 200 yeah. people that are not gonna follow us because point I'm saying, I'm making a mm-hmm. gesture towards the front of my body because human beings sometimes, not all of us, by the way, that's caveat, not all of us, but like will actually desire the more exaggerated. It's like an unrealistic version mm-hmm. of it, right? And having said that. Um, if you look at pornography, or if you take pornography, right? Take that as the example that you're you're looking at something that yes, that's a sexual act, but how close to reality is that? Right. Not very close no. in most cases. Yeah. 
And so, you know, as a young man, you know, like, you know, one of my friends, his dad had a Playboy in this bed. My dad, my boy's like, oh, look at this Playboy. It's like, as a 14, 13 year old, like, oh my gosh. But that was just a still picture. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't really that, like, it was just, it's just a naked girl, right? right? That was it. Yeah. And by the way, I'm not promoting Playboys or anything. It's just, I'm just saying, like, I'm comparing that to 2023. Right. A 14-year-old. Click, click, boom. Mm-hmm. Two taps, couple searches in there, and what they're capable of seeing is far more powerful than their little bodies can handle. Mm-hmm. Imagine 10 years old, 11 years old, 12, 13, 14 years old, someone looking at pornography over and over again. Your little tiny baby boy, your innocent little boy can, in that time, see women as not something that they want to connect with, mm-hmm. they want to have emotions with. Yeah. And on the outside, they look like good little, good little boys because they're not bad boys. Their vantage point, what they've been seeing, that super stimuli, it becomes the point, and this is another fact too, it becomes a point that these boys are looking at pornography that is so unrealistic that they start to prefer that. Now they got to go on a date with a girl. Now they got to hang out with a girl and they're just sitting there going, okay, guys, Menchie's ice cream is good. Okay, like when are you going to show me uh, your your body? Right. Like, excuse me? Yeah. Like I'm not even halfway through my yogurt bowl. Right. And because they don't have the social um, competency, the social ability, because a lot of their tech, a lot of their communication is through technology, they can say and ask wild crazy things Mm -hmm. i have used this example on 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 the podcast before but i think it bears repeating growing up i knew some crazy guys in fact i usually bring this up with when i'm with a group of my buddies uh they're my age in our 40s and i'll bring this up and they all just they all agree right and what i say is like man we knew some crazy dudes like some of the guys i'm talking to they were the crazy guy right Mm -hmm. or maybe they think i was the crazy guy and so we're sitting there going, yeah, like, remember that one guy, how crazy he was? I'll just pick a random person. Remember how crazy he was? I'm like, did we ever know that that crazy guy would take a picture of his privates and mail it to a girl? To their house? Yikes. Right. I that no one, that had never been thought of. Yeah. That would be suicide, like social suicide, yeah. right? The dad opens up, what the, yeah. <laughs> like, it's like, like, I mean, there would be like, and the cops would be like, mm-hmm. you beat this kid's butt for what? Oh yeah. Like there would have been no canceling the dad, no right. video camera. The kid would guys butt beat by the brothers, the yeah. dad, then his dad would probably beat him. Like, mm-hmm. so what the heck? And no girl just took naked pictures of herself, and put it in a mail and sent it to some boy that she was her pen pal with. Yeah. Like, that True. just didn't happen. Right. And now these are the same kids that can't even ask each other out on a date mm-hmm. and they'll send naked pictures. I've unfortunately worked with a number of kids, boys and girls, that were very suicidal and actually left schools because of that happening and it got out. Yeah. So when we talk about F-boys, it is a porn-demic that I think fuels this. There will always be F-boys, especially there's F-men too. Mm-hmm. A lot of those too. That's mm-hmm. for a different episode. Different workshop, yeah. but we'll be doing that one <laughs> after the two. Right. Let's help the teen girls first. Get them, you know, you know, save them, protect them, and fortify them first. Right. But in this situation, it's like, that's the question I have for you. How much do you think, did I make a good enough case that that could really be like the thing that open up the floodgates for more F-boys to be created? Oh, for sure. Like social media, just porn being a click away too. They're, they're just so overly exposed to things that I never was when I was in high school. Like we were not that sexual in high school. Yeah. Um, 
And, and now, the couple people that were, everybody knew about oh, it. Oh, everybody yeah. knew about it. And yeah. it was like, what? why are they like that? Like, yeah. how are they getting away with this or whatever? But now it's just so easy. And I even see like younger girls in high school, they're over-sexualizing themselves as well in all their photos. And You mean you've seen Instagram prom pictures lately? What have you thought? Would your mom yeah, let you wear no, that as a prom dress? Absolutely not. She would have murdered me. Yeah. But I think that it's, it's, it, it is starting with the boys. It's starting with the F boys because that's, continue, that's what continue. they want. Yeah, that's what they want. So going, kind of going back to what I was saying, the people pleasers, these girls are like, oh, this is what gets his attention. This is what they want. But it's con- completely attracting the wrong type of boy. I, I consider it to very similar to like, it just takes one eight-year-old in their class to get an iPhone 14. Mm-hmm. And then another kid's like, Susie got the iPhone 14. It's like, ah. Right. And then parents like have a hard time fighting it. And mm-hmm. then next thing you know, it's like slower than more and more kids. Next thing you know, five years later, it was like, I need a new iPhone. Right. And it's like, <laughs> that's a 13. Like, that's so like, yes, like last year. Yeah. Right. And then all of a sudden, like this pressure from the parents, I think it's very similar with the dress. What do you think? Oh, I agree. It just yeah. takes one girl like, hey, this one guy likes it. Yep. Another girl's like, wow, she's getting like, lots oh, of attention. Suit. Yes. Absolutely. Especially if she's a popular girl. Yep. I, I mean, this is quite the social contagion, in my opinion. I mean, we weren't as sexual as, as it is now in high school, but yeah. exactly what you said, when I was in high school, the girl that got the most attention was definitely the most promiscuous. But she was always getting screwed over. You know, what exactly what we're saying. Well, very similar boys. Like, the, the boys in my high school that got the most attention when I was like a junior coming mm-hmm. up were three boys that did steroids. And, makes sense, yeah. And they, I mean, they were buff and ripped and walked around with their shirts off all the time. It's like, I mean, it was just like, it was like, now I was fortunate for me that I was never like, I want to look like that too. Right. I was like, hey, I'm good in sports. That's mm-hmm. got to be good enough. Some yeah. girls don't like, some girls would like me because I got a football scholarship, right? Thankfully, apparently a couple girls do like football players. Right. But <laughs> if not, like I would have been in big trouble if I wasn't good at football. I'm like, yeah. what do I do? You know what yeah. I mean? But could you see how some girls are just not just being nice? Because we talked about the nice and Mm -hmm. want to be accepted. But also, too, I don't think too many girls, especially in their teenage years, are saying, I just want to be average. Right. No. That's not how it is these days at all. I don't think it's ever that way. But in your opinion, why do you think it's even worse now? Like more accepted. It has anything to do with the cell phone and the internet? I don't know. I, yeah. <laughs> Maybe. But seriously, elaborate <laughs> on that. That's what I was going to say. Yeah. you're active on social media. Yeah. I think like Instagram and TikTok, like I've, I've seen girls that are still in high school that are doing things I did when I was 21, 22. Like yeah. I see them out at the bars or they're yeah. getting flown out to places with like athletes and stuff that yeah. when they're barely 18 and still in high school, that is so crazy. And that's so detrimental to, I feel like, their mental health as well. And it's dangerous. Mm -hmm. It is, for sure. Very dangerous. Because they may look like they're 25, 26 years old. Mm -hmm. They don't really have the street smarts. Right. They don't understand the consequences that come with these things, for sure. Yeah, I mean, it sounds like what you're saying is that the pressure, you know, it affects many young girls. Yeah. And, And like we said, it doesn't, I mean... If you dress a certain way, obviously you're going to get more attention. However, you also mentioned something too. It's like girls that seem to be people pleasers and allow boys to say outlandish, crazy things and mm-hmm. don't check those boys. 
don't put them in check and just sit there and giggle and kind of go along with the mm-hmm. joke before the podcast. Um, before we started recording, we talked about that. Like the girls that just kind of, uh-huh. like if a guy makes a really inappropriate sexual joke or makes a comment on a teenage girl's body. Mm-hmm. And if she's kind of, uh-huh, like it's uncomfortable and doesn't know what to say, she's probably just going to laugh. And it seems like she might be going along with it. Right. Yeah. How can that, if a girl doesn't know what to say, have good comebacks and doesn't have that assertiveness planned out ahead of time, mm-hmm. how can that be detrimental and make her more like a, of a victim possibly? Yeah. I just think that kind of what I said before, like F boys or these types of bullies yeah. of boys, um, they play on that. They can tell if you shut it down immediately, they're going to be like, whoa, they're probably going to be like, you're such a brat whatever yeah but <laughs> another b word maybe yeah <laughs> but, or they'd say i'm just joking right or like oh my gosh you're so uptight or whatever it is but it's like then they kind of think like oh i i don't really want to mess with her because like she's gonna put me in my place i can't get away with it you've seen that you've been on both ends of the spectrum mm-hmm. right you've been the girl that's kind of laughed along like wait i wasn't saying laughing because it was funny right i wasn't going along with it but then you've also been the girl on the other side of the spectrum that you had to check them. Mm-hmm. And when I was always the little, the laughing one, I, later I would look, like, look back and I'd be like, why didn't I say anything, you know? And then I'd feel bad about it. I'm like, why do I let people disrespect me like that? Do you think a lot of girls experience that? Where they like, I do. they like later on, like, I should have said this, I should have said that. Mm-hmm. And then they go, okay, next time I'll say something, but they don't really plan for it. And the next right. time happens and then they're, they're caught off guard Same again. Uh huh. I do. Yeah. That, that, that's a problem, isn't it? Like not yeah. being prepared for those situations. Yeah. It, it, I, I liken it almost to like, all right, we have a pandemic. Found out a lot of people weren't ready for a pandemic. Mm-hmm. Not at all. Oh, not at all. People freaking out over toilet paper. Right. In my mind, I was like, that was the worst thing to freak out. It was like, do you have a bunch of old t-shirts? Cut them up. Right. I'm like, what, what do you need toilet paper for? I'm like, what the like? There's leaves outside that are doing yeah. nothing. You know what I mean? Like, come on, man. I'm like, but like right. that just showed you the panic of it because they saw yeah. no toilet paper on the shelves. So they weren't ready, right? Mm-hmm. How many people didn't have water, mm-hmm. food, right. any storage? So there was that panic going on. And I think in a lot of situations, in social situations, there is like a panic, like I have to be liked or I have to get a girl to yeah. like me. Yeah, I agree. And I think on the girl side too, they panic because they're like, I don't want to be like the mean, the mean girl that they think is like stuck up or rude. But it's like, no, it's just respect. It's just boundaries. Let's be honest. The definition of F boy said it pretty clearly. Some boys are not innocent and they figured out the game. Mm-hmm. They figured out. So let, let's, let's narrow them down a few of them. One, like, I'm going to give you a scenario and I'm say F boys do this. And I want you to say why you think they do that. And we already okay. talked about this one. So yeah. Cueing this one up for you. Okay. Teenage boy just looks at a girl and is like, hey, what's up? What's your name? Oh, what's up? It's like, damn, you have the hottest. Uh. And like, just a, just a dis- direct. Right. Like, damn, you have the hottest. Uh. I just want to. Uh. And like, just says it. Like, right. barely even knows the girl. Yeah. Why do you think an F boy would use that approach? What does it do? I just think they think that they're going to get what they want or like break her down a little bit, you know? Do you think it might get her to expose? Possibly. Yeah. If he's complimenting her. Think about it. You just said 
F boys will typically try to choose a girl who's maybe a little bit less insecure, a little bit secure, mm-hmm. just kind of, do you think it might be a way to heat check to see if a girl's going to stand up for herself and, 100%. and, and yes. bite back or not? Yeah, I do. So that's why in those moments, here's the, here's the problem with those boys. Mm-hmm. Just because a girl doesn't bite back or say anything doesn't mean that she's okay with it. She just might not know what to say. Yeah, she just might not have, know how to go about it. And it's like, you don't have to be rude when you bite back, but it's also like, just back off, like leave me alone, yeah. you know? And what about the fear factor? Do you think that some girls are actually scared that if a guy's going to say something that crazy, they're like, well, like, what if he like, just like, yeah. what, what if I say, leave me alone? Like, what if he punches me? Yeah, he might me? freak out. Right. Because his, his ego is bruised, you know? You know? Yeah, some guys yeah. don't like that. And maybe... Yeah. Maybe some girls have had experiences with dads or brothers, whatever hit them, or Mm -hmm. maybe they've been abused by someone before. So that's Mm -hmm. a legitimate fear. Yeah. It's a bigger human being, assuming it's a, it's a bigger boy than her. So to bite back, that may cause a confrontation that they don't want to have. Right. Yes, exactly. So we can, so everybody listen to this, F boys will use crazy, wild compliments and sexual statements Mm -hmm. just to check to see how you respond or how you react to that. Yeah. Okay. Now, on, on the definition, talked about F boys will get overly emotional about things like, oh, gosh, like, you know, I thought you wanted to be with me. I thought you wanted to hang out. I thought you were. And they'll make a big deal, very mm-hmm. dramatic about little issues. Why do you think that works to confuse girls to make something really dramatic? Because, I mean, it's, it's manipulation. It's basically gaslighting the girl yep. to think that she's doing something wrong. So he can probably go do something else. Are girls natural relationship problem solvers or when girls see there's a problem, like a friend or a guy has a problem with them in the relationship, like an mm-hmm. emotional problem, can girls just easily brush it off? No big deal. Or do, no, or do like, most girls yeah, like, wait, what? I care. How do we fix this? Yeah. I need to prove that they do care. How yeah. do I fix it? Mm-hmm. Right? And the guy's just like, he loves that. That's exactly what he wants well, to mess with your head. Think about it. Mm-hmm. What better way to manipulate a girl to give you something you want than to confuse her and to make her feel like she has to prove to you that she's good enough. Right. And then once you're begging, 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 he's like, oh, then I'm the man. You know, that's yeah. Then do this for it. me. You yeah, like that? Do exactly. This for me. Especially if it's something that she wasn't willing to do before mm-hmm. because her morals or she's like, no, I'm not that kind of girl or right. I just don't do that. Yeah. Yeah. The, the girls that I've been helping recently and, and even in recent years, they'd all had really bad scenarios where they were caught off guard. The guy said, well, you know, well, why are we even here? Why are you even doing that if, if, if you're just going to tease me and this and mm-hmm. that? And the girl was like confused. Like, I thought we we're just hanging out and having right. like a good time. Mm-hmm. And then next thing you know, like, wait, now I'm like, it's like a distraction. Now he's mad at you. Yeah. yeah it's like a distraction. Like, I'm going to distract you with this fake drama mm-hmm. that I really care about us being together. And if you want to make this drama go away, you have to give me something over your sexually that has nothing to do with that. Right. Yeah. That makes me sad. Let's talk about that for a second. For you personally, why does that make you sad? Because I've I've been in that position before where you're just innocently going to hang out with someone and then they just flip on you, you know, and they're like, well, why'd you even come over here then if you're not going to do this? And it's just like you feel so used. You're like, that's all you think of me, you know? And so it makes me sad that younger girls are going through that too. When a girl is sad, do you think, not all girls, but do you think some girls could be like, fine, whatever. Right. Do you think they could be feeling so Mm self-esteem, low self-esteem that they may just kind of go along with it? Because they're like, 
fine. Yeah. If that's all I, I can get, like I can't right. get guys to like me. It's my only value, my only worth, because I know a lot of guys that like, they will double down. I'm talking about older men right now. Mm-hmm. They'll double down. It's like, well, I'm not attractive. I'm not this. I'm just going to make a lot of money. I'm not going to care about people's feelings. And I'll prove to the world that I'm worthwhile because I'll make so much money. People have to like me. Yep. Instead of saying, why don't I try to be a good person and make money? Right. Exactly. Like they almost like just, I'm not good at any of those other things. I failed those things. So I'm just going to find, I guess will be this. Yeah. With girls, is that in, for some girls, is that kind of like one of those things where you could understand why mm-hmm. they just surrender and go like, fine. If I, they like my, my breast, my butt or my looks or whatever, or if I can be, you know, if I can get them to like me because this, I guess that's better than being alone. I guess it's better than having no one like me. Yep. Spot on. And correct me if I'm wrong. This isn't just for girls who like, I don't want to use like any sort of like one to 10 scale, but this isn't just for girls who would be considered like unattractive. Right. That This would be for a girl and I'm talking about how she sees herself. Mm-hmm. Like this could be for Girls could actually be very attractive. Lots of guys want to date her, but for some reason, she just gets caught up in this. She doesn't have good self-worth or self-esteem. Right. Yep. And so, like, you don't have to, like, you could be a really attractive girl, a moderately attractive girl, and you could still have those same insecurities. Mm-hmm. 100%. Now, let me ask you, in your uh, career, because uh, Lacey, you know, when I met her as a teenager, she was pretty successful as a model as a teenager. Mm-hmm. Even at, pretty young, right? Yeah. You know? And so she's all flying around, going to places <laughs> like that. I think you could weigh on this probably more than the average person. Are there insecure models out there? Like girls that yes. look beautiful on the inside and on yes. the inside they're struggling. Every, it doesn't matter who you are. Every girl, especially girls, we are all insecure about something. And it doesn't matter what you're fixing or what you're doing. You're, you're insecure about something. That's all, something we all can relate on as women. So it doesn't matter who you are. You're going to be hypersensitive to how you're viewed and how you're appeared. Yeah. And how you appear to other people. Yeah. And then if you're in a down moment, if you're not feeling good about yourself mm-hmm. and this charming, charismatic guy comes along, makes you feel like a million bucks, you could be manipulated. Yes, absolutely. Especially if their intentions are just really, like it said in that definition, just right. to scratch a sexual itch or yeah. some sort of like, you know, because the F boys that I've personally known and the ones I've tried to rehabilitate to my best of my ability, some mm-hmm. of them have been friends, um, some of them have been clients. Um, I saw that they saw women as an object. Mm-hmm. It was an accomplishment. It was an object. It was like a if I get this girl to be my girl, then that's an arm candy. A right. bracelet. It's like, see, I got this girl to me. Yeah. But they didn't value her like a, a person. They valued her like a thing. Yes, exactly. Like, I have a nicer car than you. Mm-hmm. I have a faster car. I have a more expensive car. Right. And so I need my car to look and act the way I want my car to look and act. Yeah. As opposed to, how would you like to look and act? Right. Exactly. Now, this, this can happen as early even in teenagers. Uh-huh. 100%. Yeah. Let's say what, I, I got I got another another question for you because we talked about, you know, you know, if... If we're going to do this workshop, not mm-hmm. if we are, but because we're going to do this workshop, we're going to help girls save themselves if they're in these relationships, protect themselves from being manipulated. Yeah. Also help fortify them to make them not attractive to these types of guys. Right. You mentioned a little bit, but I want you to elaborate on a little bit more. Talked about being unattractive to these types of boys means that you're going to have to do some things and carry yourself in a certain way. Mm-hmm. I hear a lot of parents tell their teenage girls this. 
You just need to stand up for yourself. You need to tell them, especially here in the Mormon community, I hear a lot of parents and I get what they're saying. And I'm like, that's it. I get what you're saying. And they're not going to repeat that to a teenage boy. Right. Right. Like this one family, not too long ago, they said, well, you need to tell boys when, you know, they ask you for a naked picture. And this girl never sent them. She's had a couple crazy boys like try. Right. Mm -hmm. And she's like, ah, I didn't know what to do. And the mom was like, you just need to tell them that that is, uh, that, that is against your morals and in your church. The prophet has told you this. And like just long lecture. And the girl was right. going like. No. She was like. Uh, <laughs> uh, and this girl was like dressing hip and cute. She's like. And she looked at me and I was like. Mom would you mind if I gave your daughter some suggestions instead? Because I get where the mom was coming from. Yeah. But the mom's not a teenager. That's not how teenagers communicate. That's right. not how they talk. Right. Well I taught the teenager how to. Let's say um, her name was, I always use Stacy for some reason. Because it's not like a typical name nowadays. Yeah. It's more like my generation type of name. I said, Mom, with all due respect, we need to teach your little angel Stacy how to have some street smarts. And we need to create a persona for her. Mm-hmm. So instead of Stacy, when she comes, she can be Stacy when she's at church with her friends on cheerleading squad. But when F boys come around, she needs to turn to Stacia. Yep. No more Stacy. Right. Stacy has got F boy. Like she is the opposite of F boy uh-huh. SPF. She is, yeah. she is attracting F boys. She is not, you know, propelling them or like yeah. putting them away. So I told her, I said, here's what we got to do. Now I'm going to give you guys a little bit of teaser, but I really want you to come to the workshop because mm-hmm. I can only tell you so much of this. And this isn't counseling or therapy. One of the things I did to help her was I had to respond back to one of those boys who texted her. Mm-hmm. Now, I asked the mom the magic question. I said, Mom, do you trust me? And the mom was like, uh, yeah, I guess. I'm like, because I'm going to help your daughter respond, but I wanted the mom to be in the room because the mom was, she was very straight-laced, let's put it that way. Okay. Right? She was very uh, proper, very <laughs> prim and proper. <laughs> and she, okay. here's the thing is, she wanted me to help her daughter because she was pissed off. She wanted castrate this boy mm-hmm. but she was trying to be a proper I'm like mom you can't want to castrate a boy and be proper at the same time right. i prefer we get more on the castration yeah. side right now but yeah. let me handle it in a way where you don't have to go to jail okay? right yeah she the mom had, could you imagine like your daughter gets a like from some little sleazy boy wouldn't you want to kill that oh, freaking my mom boy would do the same thing yeah oh you're like you little call it where do they live like <laughs> yeah. you're calling mom this is what you do your son look like you uh-huh. want to go ham on these kids right, right. So, mom calm down you don't want to get kicked off the relief society because <laughs> that may or may not have been the situation she's yeah. like right i don't want to do that like, by the way i love this mom she's a sweetheart in fact if she's watching she'll know she's like oh my gosh david okay so what happened was we get in the situation i go mom listen like because if you read this text later on she mm-hmm. the mom may have a heart attack she'll he told you to text him what i said okay mom here's what we're gonna do i said Stacia. Stacy mm-hmm. would say, ha funny. Right. Uh-uh. Stacia, here's what you're going to say. Stacia texted her back, texted back, said, oh, you want some pics? Question mark. And he responded back, you know, some stupid like, yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? Like, he's all, mm-hmm. of course. <laughs> yeah. Right? And she goes, okay. Pics from up top? And he's like, like facts, or, you know, something stupid yeah. like that, right? Yeah. And she goes, oh, I can do better than that. This is what I had her text. And mom's uh-huh. going, I'm having a heart attack, Dave. Right. Like, trust me. Trust me on this. And so the kid's like, mind-blown emojis. Whoa, like all these like mm-hmm. stupid, like he thought he had a live one. He thought he had Stacy when mm-hmm. he really was about to get Stacia. Mm-hmm. 
So he was like, oh, yeah. I was like, yeah, yeah. And she's like, oh, I'll do better than that. I'll take pictures down low. And he was like, he was freaking out. He was like, probably like, <laughs> and then out of nowhere, mom's sitting here having a heart attack still. I go, watch. I go, now go to your gifts. And we found these cat gifts. And this has been my favorite. Oh, I've I'm had dead. so many girls do this now. It works every time, right? I love that. So there was cats floating in outer space. There was this one cat, like, with this, like, sexual look laying on a couch. Like, it's paw was like a real cat, like, going, hey, baby, like mm-hmm. this. She sent him, like, four or five of them. And the mom's like, what's he going to do? I'm like, just watch, just watch. Responds back, WTF is this. And so then I had to respond back, what the heck are you asking me for nudes pics for? Right. Your mom works at blankety blank. Mm-hmm. Like, she's like, I'm like, let him know. Yeah. I know where your mom works, fool. Right. Like, this is Stacia you're talking to now. Yeah. That was what made it more powerful is that she was going along with it only to whap. Yeah. And she goes, your mom works there. You were so lucky. I'm not one of those girls that doesn't screenshot this and send that to your mom's work. You're so lucky. I don't send this to school. You're so lucky in this. I thought you were a cool dude. Mm-hmm. I, you better hope that I, not you better hope. It's like, I'm really hoping that one of your friends or someone is doing this as a prank because if not, you're playing with fire. Do you realize how much trouble you can get in this? Yeah. You're stupid. You should never do this again. Guess what he said? I'm nothing. Oh, uh-uh. never heard back from him again. That's called the Toodaloo. fear of yeah. God, a.k.a. a.k.a. the fear of Stacia. Right. He was terrible. I will admit, not under circumstances like that, because they didn't have that, that issues when I was a kid. Yeah. There's a, two or three girls that I thought I was being all smooth and Don Juan and said some stuff, mm-hmm. and they turn about face and like, excuse me? Like, right. no, like, it wasn't even that bad, and they checked me. I was like, yeah. damn, I'm sorry. Like, I'm like... I, <laughs> I was like, I like went to like my mom. I'm like, my mom raised better boy than that. I'm like, what am I saying all this stuff for? Like, <laughs> right. like I was like so embarrassed of my own actions mm-hmm. because I got carried away. See, boys get carried away. Not every, uh, not every boy is an F boy, right. but a lot of boys are flirting with being an F boy. Exactly. They got an older brother giving them bad advice. Yeah. They got friends like, dude, you should just do that. Send, ask her for pics. She'll probably send it. She looks like a hoe. It's like <laughs> yeah. that little freaking kid. Really, though? Has probably never kissed a girl in his life. Right. He watches way too many freaking YouTube videos, watch it, plays too much like, you know, Xbox game where he's hanging out with like 25-year-olds on Xbox. Yeah. There's so many boys in there that are flexing like they're all tough dudes. Mm-hmm. Those are the same boys like, yeah, give me your address, bro. Meet me outside. Let's fight. They don't show up to those fights. Oh, absolutely Those not. boys ain't like tough. They're not. <laughs> yeah. They're just running their mouth until someone checks them. Mm-hmm. And then they go, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. So once she said that back, never responded. And the mom was like, oh my gosh. So the mom learned a lot. And I learned a lot from that situation. I've been doing this for years now. Yeah. So that if you like that, I'm going to teach your daughters how to have something better than just telling boys and blocking boys. Because if you just block every single boy that is stupid or acts rude or whatever, you get better at blocking boys. Mm-hmm. If you know how to come back, not to pick a fight. Right. Because, you know, she was like, hey, man, I thought you were better than that. Like, like, come on, dude. Like, why right. are you doing that? Like, you're lucky I'm cool. Yeah. Or else you could get in a lot of trouble. She wasn't threatening she's going to send this, the principal. It's even better. She said, I could. 
Right. But I won't. Yeah. She's like, I'm going to give you some grace and a little bit of benefit of the doubt. I don't want your daughters to cancel every boy and I want them to block every boy. Now, of course, here's the caveat. Safety first. If a boy's threatening your daughter, if it's really malicious, Mm -hmm. this advice is not for you. Right. You call the cops. Yeah. Right. You call the principal, call whoever. But in these situations, if you want to teach your daughters real F boy Mm self-defense, right? Mm -hmm. F boy, 100% F boy SPF. Yeah. Then they got to have those comebacks ready. So now looking back at our conversation, if the girls had these skills that when you were younger, when Mm -hmm. I gave this to you, but if the girls today had those skills, do you think they'd be more inclined to actually repel more F boys and not give them mixed messages? For sure. Yeah. And if they have those skills, then they're more confident in themselves to handle these situations. And guess what? They can share those skills. Right. Exactly. If girls can share, hey, you know, guys like this, like that. So we got to dress this way. Mm -hmm. We can also reverse that type. Yeah. Because this is a social contagion right. where a lot of girls are feeling I have to be more sexual. It's not like they don't have marketing all around the world promoting sexuality. Right. It's not like the porn industry isn't one of the biggest industries in the world. Right. I don't know if you knew this. In 2010, the porn industry made more than the NFL, the MLB, the NBA, the NHL, all those leagues combined in 2010. Do you think in 2023 no. they're going broke? Right. Absolutely not. I had no idea. No. That's crazy. This is this is a serious, yeah. and then of course now we all know about sex trafficking. Let's not even talk about how mm-hmm. many of those girls may not even want to be in those videos, right? Right. So this is a generation of boys being raised by either being influenced by it, or maybe your son out there listening to mom. If this scares you, we'll we'll do another workshop for f boy rehabilitation mm-hmm. or f boy prevention. Yeah, right? <laughs> yeah. I'm not joking. I'm being dead serious on this. Yeah. But if you're worried about your boys, like your boy may not actually be looking at porn, but he's influenced by other boys who do. Mm -hmm. The objectification of women is so out of control and it starts at a young age. If a boy starts to get a couple girls that like do things sexually inappropriate, here's the thing is, girls are are sexual beings too. It's not like these teenage girls don't have hormones. It's not like they're not attracted. So you have hormones. You're attracted to a boy and then he's an F boy on top of it. Right. If he's an F boy and you're attracted to him, that's the worst combination. Right. Exactly. Because then it's like you don't get a chance to develop a normal relationship. If your first relationship with as a girl is with an F boy, that could be traumatizing. For Very. You. Mm-hmm. you can literally think that like, I can't trust boys, this and that. And then if you have daddy issues on top of it, Ooh. that's the triple Sheesh. whammy. Yeah. The daddy issues, attractive boy who's really good at talking, has got bad influence and looking at porn. This is a very common Thing. Say, and so yeah. that girl could be trying to make a boy happy because she's got unfinished business with her dad who wasn't there for her, who isn't there for her. I mean, this could get out of control really quickly. Yeah. That's why I want your girls to come for the very first F-boy prevention, F-boy SPF, F-boy proofing workshop that I, that I don't, that I'm, that I'm aware of, at least the first one in this area in mm-hmm. Utah. So, uh, would you mind saying a couple of last words, like just, just heartfelt words to just, just any girl mm-hmm. out there, you know, struggling with this, because I know you've yeah. been through these types of things, just right. anything like, Hey, like, you know, don't give up on yourself. Like just, I mean, we don't need to promote the workshop anymore, but just something right. about like, you know, something from your heart that you want for them to see in themselves. Yeah. I mean, the reason I'm doing this, you asked me to, and I obviously would love to, but it's just because I have experience in this. I've done this and I know how detrimental it was to my mental health so I think that's why I'm so passionate about um 
women and younger girls being confident and learning how to make men respect them because it's so important for your own confidence but also everything else in life you know you want to be confident in your work your your relationships everything and I've been there where I've been down and so unhappy with choices I've made or not respecting myself and once I started finally doing that I was like wow I'm I'm really truly happy now so I want to help younger women do that faster than I did so you're saying even though Mm -hmm. With the accolades in your modeling career and stuff like that you've had, if you felt down on yourself, you actually have looked in the mirror before and didn't feel that you were attractive? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Didn't feel, and not just looks-wise, just like inside you didn't feel good inside. about yourself? Inside, yeah. And I think that's more so where F-boys would find me or, oh, you yeah. know, that's when they would prey on me and I, I didn't have these skills or tools to know how to handle these situations. So I think that's that's why I'm pretty passionate about it now. I'd like to help. Younger girls get ahead of the game. Well, there's no liking. Mm-hmm. We're going to. We are, absolutely. So that's why you guys, <laughs> Lacey and I, we have combined forces to uh, to do this. And, you know, in fact, we'll probably do more episodes on this. We'll see the, the feedback. Um, in fact, we should probably put out a, a question. We should do a question for parents on this one. We should say, hey, listen, list this episode, ask any questions because we'd like to weigh in on this. And then would you be down to come back and answer some questions about this specific subject? Yeah. Okay. To lead up to the workshop. Mm -hmm. Okay, guys, you guys heard it here. We're going to be doing the first F boy SPF, hundred (laughs) percent SPF F boys. Um, Day and night, you will not be burned by F boys anymore, right? This is going to be to protect you from the sun and the moon exposure (laughs) of F boys. (laughs) And you guys, thank you to my guest, Lacey, for coming on with me today. Look forward to having you back to answer some questions. And for all you guys listening to the podcast, follow us on Instagram, follow us on YouTube, and most importantly, thank you for helping us to light the fire. Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies, we keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com purpose. Parker, engineering your success. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com podcast. That's Indeed.com podcast. Terms and conditions apply.